Hey, hey, Cherry Go Lightly here. Welcome to a brand new chapter of Still I Rise. Many of you have been with me since the very beginning. I want to say thank you, and I love you all. Thank you guys for all the support and all the love. It's been two years, and we made it. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know my story and you know my deal. I'm a single mom with two boys who has overcome narcissistic abuse. The new version of myself has emerged, and I'm excited to share my journey of self-love and self-rediscovery with you all in hopes that I may inspire and or empower those who may need an extra push for motivation or those that are in a rut. I am here to help you regain your confidence and take back your power so you can just grab your water or tea, your favorite drink, and let's talk. I can't wait to share this new chapter with you. Hello and good evening. I know you guys just heard from me, but I have truly missed, you know, recording with you guys. And, you know, you guys are like my family and my friends. And, you know, it's always great to be able to, you know, have these chats with you. So for tonight's episode, I don't have a specific um, topic that I would like to target. However, I would like to just kind of chat, you know, um, basically how it was for old time's sakes. I remember, you know, going around my apartment and just kind of walking like a lunatic and just talking about things, you know, just letting things, you know, just kind of roll off my chest. And, um, you know, it's a good therapeutic way. So for those of you who feel comfortable enough to do the same, I would encourage you to do so. And, you know, be sure if you ever start a podcast, let me know. You know, send me an email. Um, you can message me directly here on Anchor. Uh, send me a voicemail. I would love to hear from you, you know, and I would love to hear your story. Uh, you know, it's like all of us have a story to tell. You know, and it's just a matter of finding the courage to tell that story. A lot of us think, well, you know, my story's not that interesting. Or, you know, um, I don't want to put it all out there. You know, it's truly up to you. If you're comfortable enough to do it, then do it. But, you know, always remember this. There's always a possibility that you might be saving someone's life. You might be changing somebody's life because it's like, you know, with your displayed courage and strength you know you might be helping somebody else out and for quite some time actually let me go back to the beginning you know the story for those of you who have I'm not sure if I mentioned this in my previous episodes but how this podcast got started was you know I was in a complete mess my life was a mess and I was you know I just moved out of um you know the the home that I shared with my ex-husband you know and it was kind of an escape and you know it's like when I was telling my story it's like I knew and it was I knew it was an exciting story I knew that you know what I mean this is things that you, you truly can't make up these are things that don't happen every day these are things that only happen in movies So it was like, okay, I need to do something with this because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that has had a crazy story to tell. I know there's other people that have stories to tell and things to share, experiences to share, you know, um, and I myself felt, well, you know, it is exciting, but who's going to want to hear about this? 
you know, and that was just me kind of having my insecurities, not feeling that I was enough, um, not feeling that I was special enough or not feeling that I mattered um, as an individual. And I felt that there's no way that I, I could impact people's lives. But as I gained that confidence, I remember actually before I, I started this podcast, my mindset, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, maybe I should do something. I even made jokes about it and I mentioned it several times. You know, I'm going to make a stand-up about my life or maybe even a sitcom. Not a, not a drama because I don't want it to be dramatic. But you know what? Let's get a quick word in from our sponsors and then we'll continue this chat in just a moment. So welcome back. You know, the beginning of it all is just insane, you know. I, as I mentioned, I was so apprehensive and scared to do this podcast for several different reasons. And um, as a lot of you know, if you guys know me well, personally, you know that my last name truly isn't Go Lightly. And um, for those of you who have followed me since day one, you know why I've chosen the last name of Go Lightly. And just to kind of reiterate it, for those that are just chiming in with us, um, actually the reason why it's Cherry Go Lightly. Cherry is my first name, but Go Lightly is from the famous character from Breakfast at Tiffany's, Holly Go Lightly. I chose Holly Go Lightly specifically because she was a free-spirited woman. And just like me, she escaped a marriage that she did not want to be in. And you know, it's like I just adored that character. Audrey Hepburn was a phenomenal character in that movie. And I remember even when I was still married, I watched that and I said, I would love to be like her, you know. And um, I noticed the similarities in the characters is, you know, I, I did become a little bit more free spirited as my new life unfolded and unraveled. I noticed that I was more free-spirited and to the point where I was able to accept myself and not really care so much about what other people thought. Um, I was able to become more independent in my thoughts and, you know, I was around good people that encouraged that rather than, you know, being with people that kind of held me down, that, you know, told that would tell me, no, you should not be this way. Or, you know, I was blessed enough to be around wonderful people that really encouraged me to be myself and, you know, truly put me in a position where it was much easier to love myself. Because when you're around people that try to change you, that try to conform you into, you know, um, into their little world and try to get you to fit into their little box it's so suffocating you know uh, when you find people to be around that are you know just so accepting of you and you know what you like and even if you know they let's say you know um just certain things that you guys have in common and you can tell that they truly enjoy it and they're not just telling you that because they're trying to get close to you it's such a great feeling. It's so, I, I can't describe in words. 
But, you know, just going through this journey and being around great friends, it's been wonderful. You know, um, I feel blessed. So, it's funny because there's so many behind the scenes with this podcast. And I think, you know, now I'm truly sharing even the smallest details. Um, I was nervous because, number one... I was like, okay, I hope nobody recognizes my voice. And here's another insecurity. How do I sound when I record? Because, you know, when we hear ourselves on video, we're like, is that really my voice? And I I was like, you know, I want my voice to be enjoyable. And so I said, I'm going to have to hit two birds with one stone because I don't want to be recognized because I didn't want the risk of either at that time my mom or my sister, or my um, ex-husband recognizing me and suing me for, you know, slander or defamation of character. But, you know, I realized, you know, even if that was the case, it doesn't matter because I'm not saying any names. And um, there's only a few people that know me personally that really listen to this podcast because, let's face it, a lot of them do not um, face A lot of people that I know personally, if they do listen to it, it's basically to support me. But um, chances are they don't really want to listen to what I have to say about, you know, what's going on in in this this life. Unless, you know, um, a few of them, yes, because there's a few that have listened to this podcast because they were going through something similar and they didn't have the courage to you know, share with other people. But when they heard about this podcast, they listened and it was really touching to know that, um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't good to know that they were going through a hard time, but it was touching to know that some of my episodes have helped them out. And that's why I do what I do. This is why I've chosen to keep Still I Rise going for the last two years, you know, is because of you listeners. It's because, you know, I truly love that I am able to, you know, make somewhat of an impact, you know, to either empower you guys to step out of your comfort zone and, you know, and and know that there is, you know, a peaceful life after this horrible situation that you're in. It gets better. As I said in my previous episode, it always gets better. And, you know, the beauty of this podcast, even though there are certain episodes that I'm kind of ashamed to, you know, when I listen to it, I'm like, my God, you know, I, I know that I had no filter. I know that I did not, uh, you know, there's certain things that I did, you know, kind of leave out, but I know that there are certain things that I probably shouldn't have shared, but what's done is done. And I wanted to give you guys like some, you know, real life raw material of what was going on because, and as it was happening, that's the beauty of it is you guys came along this journey with me and, you know, uh, whether it was like I had to call the police because something was going on a day later or two days later, I recorded a podcast and you guys heard in my voice how exactly I was feeling about it. And then the following day, you guys got to see that, you know, that whole shenanigan was, you know, we overcame it. 
And for those of you that feel hopeless, you know, I wanted you guys to go along this journey with me. I was thinking maybe before. I was like, maybe I should be recording this after everything has happened and I'm in a much better place. But I'm glad I didn't do it that way, my friends. And I'll tell you why. Is because it's like, yes, you guys did come along with me in the most vulnerable times and the most, you know, depressing times. And I know that there's even times in certain episodes that I've broke down crying because it was so hard for me to share things. But you guys got the real deal from me. And, you know, um, I haven't actually listened to past episodes in a while. And parts of the reason is because I don't want to remember certain things. And I think that I should probably listen to some episodes just to see how far I've come. You know, um, like for example, usually when my children are either with my mom or my sister, I remember being so depressed. I remember when my sister would pick them up, I would just break down and cry and I would just be so worried. But these days, I'm okay with it. And I'll tell you guys why. It took some effort to get here. It took some time. It took some healing. It was a process. It's been two years. For example, you know, my mom did not respect my boundaries during those times. And I did not want my ex-husband to see the kids because I didn't know what kind of condition he was in. And all of that has finally, you know, settled, if you will. You know, as you guys recall in the later episodes, you know, I, I granted him the privileges to see his children provided my mom and my stepdad were there. And, you know, I even visited him in jail and I set my boundaries. You have to set boundaries. It's so, so important. So I set boundaries with him and with my mother and with my stepdad. And because of that, that's what saved me. It wasn't easy. They didn't, they didn't respect my boundaries right away. But, you know, it's like, excuse my language, I had to be that anal bitch. I had to be that... You know, that hard-to-please bitch. I had to be that rough person that was like, no, it's my way or the highway. Now, if that was me about five years ago, I would be backtracking and be like, well, I'm not trying to be this. I don't care how you are per- now. It's I don't care how you are perceiving me to be. But this is what I need to do to protect my children. You know, I- I'm sorry that, you you know, one of the things to tell people when they don't respect your boundaries, is I am sorry that you feel that way. I respect the fact that you think that way, but please understand where I'm coming from. And this is how I feel. I feel very strongly about it. And this is the boundaries that I'm setting. And that's it. You know, now there are certain times where Me and my mom will kind of go back and forth because she has her opinion on my ex-husband and I have mine. 
So it's like we've learned to just respect each other's opinions. I'll throw some jabs in there because, you know, there's certain things that I feel that he does that's not very smart. And, you know, I'll comment on it and she will basically have excuses for him. And, you know, just this past weekend, I basically, she had said something and I said, you know, you know, I, I basically, um, just kind of using this as an example, you know, Father's Day had passed and they were upset because he hasn't called them. So, you know, I decided that Father's Day was going to be my day because I'm playing both roles. Now, many of you might say, okay, Cherry, that's very bitter. But look, for those of you that still have your significant others or, I mean, not significant others, but those of you that still have the father or the mother of your children there, you know, and they are supportive whether you get along with them or not, but if they are contributing to your children's lives, then, you know, I don't think anybody has a reason to be bitter towards those type of parents, you know, when you have to co-parent. If you are literally co-parenting, meaning both of you guys are contributing to raising your children financially and as far as raising them, you know, at, you're contributing to, you know, bringing these people up to be good adults, then yes, you know, you don't have a right to say that you are playing both roles. Now, if you are doing it all on your own and the other person is completely absent from that role, then you are playing both roles. And as I was telling my stepdad the other day, Many people may not think that it's hard for me. They may, or hard, they may not, yeah, may not think that it's hard. They may think it's a cakewalk. It's not. Because aside from financially trying to support somebody or your children, you also have to raise them. So you basically have to instill morals into their, and values into their, you know, their lives. You know, so you have to, and this is why it's important for you to have self-love. This is important. Because it's like, imagine being like a pitcher and your kids are cups. What content do you have inside of you that you are bestowing to them? Is it good content or is it bad content? If you have a lot of self-loathe, self-hate, you know, low self-esteem, you're pouring that into them and they're going to carry that on to the next generation. And then once they become pitchers, they're going to be pouring that onto their kids. So it's like, you got to wake up. You got to wake up and, and ask yourself, what are you giving your kids as a lesson? Okay, so enough with that rant. The point that I'm trying to make is actually getting back to my story. I still have that in mind. But. You know, I had told my mom I was going to have my single parent day. She said, whatever, <laughs> whatever, you need to go and, you know, contact their dad and have them say happy Father's Day to their dad on Facebook. So, of course, I, even though I'm in a good place right now, do I still have the desire to be petty sometimes? Absolutely, I'm human. So I sent him a message on instant messenger on Facebook and I said, Hey, your kids just wanted to greet you. Happy father's day. And he said like three hours later, he said, Oh yes, I'll, 
I'll call them, tell them I'll call them when I get a chance. I've been looking for a car. And so I said, Petty, I said, well, no big deal. They're already used to the situation. So if you call them, you call them. I said, they just figured they'd greet you. So I shared that story with my mom. He ended up calling them anyways, but you know, which was good for them. I shared that story with my mom and she said, don't be like that. I said, I'm going to be like that because every day I have to deal with his children upset because he doesn't call them. I have to deal with them, you know, wondering why they're not good enough for their dad. I have to constantly remind them that they're more than enough. Oh, well, don't be like that. I said, you know, she's like, well, he's going, you know, you need to, I told her, you need to stop making excuses for him and stop making things so easy for him. She didn't like that very much, but that's where the conversation ended. Otherwise, if it was still where we were at and she didn't respect my boundaries, me and her would have been at it back and forth. So this is why it's so important for you to establish those boundaries. So aside from me now feeling safe because I put these boundaries up, I now feel great about myself. I keep myself company. Now, I may have dinner with friends. I may, you know, I may grab a dinner and then, you know, or eat by myself and then come home. But I'm totally okay with it. I don't feel lonely. You know, I take this time to just recharge. And like today, you know, I'm like, okay, well, it's nine o'clock. It was nine o'clock at night. And I was like, you know, I'm going to record a podcast because I feel like doing something creative, productive. I want to be able to, you know, share some of my thoughts and just feel great about it. You know, I was actually very excited because I looked at the episode that I just recorded this morning and 15 15 listens already. You guys are awesome. You know, thank you guys so much for the support and the love. And like I said, you guys are the reasons why I continue to do what I do, you know, um, and it's only been a few hours. So, you know, I'm going to have more for you guys because I love you guys. So, (laughs) um, like I said, you guys. You know, if you're going through some hard times, keep your chin up and know that everything is going to be okay. The most important thing that you need to do is really just learn to love yourself and learn to be comfortable with yourself. You know, if you, here's a good test. If you are home alone and you have the urge to either get a booty call or if you have an urge to go on a date, if you find yourself trying to contact somebody else during this time, You're not completely happy with yourself. You know, if you need somebody else there to keep you company, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I enjoy good company. I truly do. But it's like if you, you know, have to, you know, if if you're in an empty house and you're like, I need to go out and that's okay. But if you are doing that every night, there's something wrong. You need to kind of look to see what's going on with you internally. You know, for myself, I'm like, oh my God, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, there's not much to, you know, if there's not much to do, guess what? I'm going to pull out my canvas and paint and listen to music, or I'm going to take my dogs out for a walk or, you know, or I'm going to go and repot some plants. I always find something to do. Now, 
Many people might find that boring, but for me, I find that to be spectacular. And it was funny because I saw this interesting meme. And I think that I might have actually ticked off a few people because it's true. This meme says, I'm a texter. Do not FaceTime me or call me. I will watch my phone ring. And during these times when I'm going through my recharging or decompressing phase, I am that person. And sometimes that phase will last months, you know, and some people will take it so personally. And I understand, you know, because it's like, okay, well, you were talking to me one minute or like one day, like a few days ago, you were so social. I got to constantly tell people, don't take it personally. I need, I'm that weirdo that needs to decompress. Yes, I'm admitting I'm a weirdo, but I don't care because it's like, I like to be alone. I like my alone time. I like my quiet time, you know, and that's what it is. Sometimes I like going on hikes on my own, or sometimes I like window shopping on my own or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, I enjoy my own company sometimes. And, you know, there's just sometimes I don't feel like talking to people. It's not that it's them, but, you know, it's like, I'm just in hibernation mode right now. So, you know, at this phase of my life, I think what I'm doing, and I had mentioned this before, even with my business, I've taken a step back because I really don't want to be as social as I, because, you know, when I'm out there, I'm very social, you know, I, I do have to constantly, you know, talk to people at work and, you know, fix problems and things like that. So sometimes I just would rather not, I'd rather read a book. I'd rather meditate. I'd rather watch some ASMR. I'd rather watch some, you know, some, um, spiritual awakening videos. I'd rather, I mean, hell, sometimes I'll listen or I'll watch like pug compilation videos and, things like that. Or sometimes I get on TikTok and a lot of people that, you know, follow me, you guys know I love my TikTok. That's another escape for me. And people think I'm weird because it's like I'm over here doing these skits and lip syncing and everything. It's not my real voice, but you know, I've had, you know, a passion for acting. I've had a passion for singing and, you know, at least I don't have to be out in public in it. You know what I mean? Like facing an audience. But I record it, I put it on there, fingers crossed, people like it or they don't. It's the same thing here with this podcast. You know, um, I record and I publish it. And there you go. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to stay this way forever. But there are times, and I'm sure that there's a few of you guys that can relate to this. There are times where it's like, I just love, you know, being on my own at times and just being, you know... um, isolated so I can you know get my creative juices flowing and figure out what's next you know there's a lot of things in my life that I would love to have you know um, basically goals um, different dreams that I have that you know I truly cannot wait for you know and with my kids you know um I'm active, you know, there's always something that I look forward to. And for yourselves too, I encourage you guys, 
set something up for yourself or you treat yourself. I'm not talking about, you know, just like, I don't know. I'm kind of different, if you will. But, you know, later on this week, I have an eyelash appointment. And I always talk about that because that's the one thing that I pay good money for, for myself, is my eyelashes. Um, You know, I actually ordered some shelves and a Fortnite poster for my boys. So, you know, when they return, they're going to see that their shelves are up. You know, I'm going to have their their posters and I actually put up LED lights. So their room looks like a gamer's room and it's so exciting because I can't wait to see their faces when they get back. And then the following week, I actually have a hair appointment and I have not gotten and done my hair I have not gotten my hair done, you know, since prior to the quarantine. So I'm excited for that because I'm long overdue. You know, it's going to be this nice glow up for myself. So as, you know, superficial as that sounds, I kind of don't care. You know, this is just something that, you know, I enjoy doing. And hey, you know, maybe for some of you women or even men, you guys can agree with me. You know, it's just sometimes you just need to go out there and pamper yourself, you know, um, or, you know, treat yourself out to your favorite meal. I can't do that because I'm on a plan right now. Um, so I have to be very careful with what I eat. And, you know, or even that, you know, let's say, for example, like with myself, I mentioned in my previous episodes, I gained about 20 pounds during this quarantine and I did not like myself. It, you know, of course, it's like when you are not really at your best, you don't feel great, you know, and so you look at yourself differently. But, You know, I made a decision that I wanted to lose some weight and get healthier, um, not just for myself, but for my children, because, you know, it's like they're little rambunctious boys and I'm going to have to keep up with them as teenagers and stuff. And, you know, it's like, hey, if they sneak out of the house, I'm going to have to hop over the walls and make sure that, you know, I catch them. But (laughs) things like that, you know, I mean, it's a joke, but I want to make sure that I'm healthy and, um, Also with appearance, you know, we can't say that we, you know, we are totally dismissing appearance, but you know, I am about four years from being 40 and I don't want to be that old, you know, not that I'm shaming anybody, but I want to look good at 40, you know, I want to be able to, you know, just if somebody were to see me. They'd be like, wow, you're 40? That's amazing. And I know that's a process. I know that you don't just go to the gym for six months and then you obtain your goal. No, it has to start. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm 36 years old now. So let me start with losing all the fat and then starting to work out. And you know what I mean? Just becoming the best version of myself. You know, but of course you need to be healthy and that's why I chose to get healthy. So from the inside out. So the glow up does not start from outside. It starts from the inside and you just let that radiate and you know what I mean? It's like your outside appearance will basically reflect how you feel inside. You know, um, hopefully that was profound enough for you guys. Um, (laughs) So, you know, you got to feel good about yourself. You know, um, for me... I think people are awesome. 
but I'm very careful with outside influences. You know, I don't want anybody influencing me to do anything that I, I don't want to do. And even though if it's something small, you know, it's like, you know, I am me. And, you know, like yourself, you are you. Nobody should tell you, hey, why do you listen to this music? Or, hey, you know, um, you, you know, it's like, you should do this. <sighs> Look, people should accept you the way you are and embrace you the way you are. But before you expect people to do that, you need to accept who you are, how you are. But before you can do that, you need to learn about yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to accept yourself. You know, um, as I mentioned in the last episode, I was talking about different relationships. Now, I was, I was guilty being that, you know, that person that needed to be in a relationship in order to be happy, you know, and that should never be the case, you know, and when, let's say, for example, when you do get into a relationship, oh my goodness, that poor soul that you're going to be, you know, (laughs) that has to deal with you. And I say that because I've been through that, you know, it's like, if you haven't healed, you bleed all over the people that are just trying to help you out. And it's a hot mess. Excuse the background noise. I'm letting... My dog's out. But, yes, you, you have to just focus on you and then everything else will come into place. But, you know, it's amazing what two years can do. It's amazing where you can find yourself. I never thought that I would be in this state of mind ever. And the one thing that I really wanted was to just have inner peace, to be happy, to be able to sleep, you know? And um, now I have all of that. But you have to have the courage to be uncomfortable for a while. Until you can get to those goals. You know, for some of you guys that find it to be difficult. You know, things will not get better. Until you want them to get better. And what I mean by that is. You have to accept the fact that. Where you are at now. Things will not get better. You have to allow yourself to grow and mature on your own. But with that being said, my friends, I'm actually getting a bit tired. So I'm going to end it here. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Now, if you're going through some anxiety, please try to get some rest. You know? Please try to look back on your day and think about the things to be thankful for and things that you found to be joyous. I'm sure that there's something there. Whether it is, you know, you you saw a beautiful bird or 
Whether it was like, whether it could be, you know, you looked up at the sky and you noticed the colors. Or driving to your job and realizing that you still have a job. Things like that. There's so much for us to be grateful for. So until then, I bid you guys adieu. adieu, adieu. I cannot talk today. That's how you can tell I'm falling asleep. And until then, please take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Thanks for listening.